The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Here is your host of Plant Profits, Bert Miller. Welcome to Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global, a people solutions business. I'm Vern Davis. I'm very excited today. I have with me today, uh, Mr. Scott Goldie, CEO and founder of Golden Seed. Scott has over 25 years experience in finance, environmental remediation and operations. Prior to his work in the cannabis industry, he oversaw the development and construction of thousands of homes, parks, golf courses, and commercial office space. Now in 2004, Scott became one of the first in the nation to secure the entitlement and regulatory approval for the unrestricted residential land use of a formerly used defense site. He was also a major real estate lender participating in the placement of more than a billion dollars worth of capital. Scott, welcome to Plant Profits. Thank you so much for having me join you today. Oh, absolutely. Our pleasure. Very excited to learn about you and about your business and and talk about what you guys are doing now. A lot going on at Golden Sea. Absolutely. (laughs) So I always start out by really trying to have the audience get a chance to really know who you are. So just tell us about you. Well, from a professional standpoint, I've spent most of my career in real estate, and uh, fortunately, that's very well to the cannabis business. A lot of it's based on entitlements. What will you have the right to, to do in growing, distributing, manufacturing? Uh, so we've been working for the last, I'd say, 18 months here in Santa Cruz County uh, to get our entitlements, and we just recently received those, and we're starting our first major growth. Well, that's exciting. That is really exciting. Well, th- tell us a little bit about you personally. You know, you got a family, you grew up, where'd you grow up, et cetera? Yeah, I grew up in Washington uh, State, predominantly. Okay. I'm from Montana originally. Okay. I have four, four children. I live, uh, I, li- I kind of spread my time around. I live down in Santa Cruz most of the time. Okay. I have an house up in the East Bay, uh, San Francisco. And I spend a lot of time up in Napa where... Uh, also involved in real estate up there so i like to uh i like to ride my motorcycle i like to be out on the water i got my education at george washington in washington dc sure uh, international finance and i got my mba at kellogg at northwestern been out here in california for about 25 years having fun that's great that's a wonderful part of the world so so you mentioned scott you had mentioned that uh, what you've done in real estate, your experiences correlated, translated, you're doing now in the cannabis space. Uh, how did you choose the business direction? How, how did you choose this cannabis business? Well, you know, it became legal here in California a couple of years ago, and it right. started out a little bit like the gold rush. Everyone's trying to stake out a piece in the industry. Uh, for us, it was very important to buy real estate and to buy operating cash flow. So we actually bought a nursery uh, that sells ornamental plants across the country. 
well known for the little Christmas trees at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. And that created operational cash flow to fund really the cannabis startup. So we had 100 acres that we bought when we bought the nursery. We segregated out 20, and that qualified under the zoning to create a cannabis campus. So, you know, our goal initially was to become both a cultivator and to create a lifestyle brand. So the goal of our company is vertically integrate not only in cannabis, but also in hemp. Uh, We're one of the first hemp breeders, seed breeders, and cultivators in uh, Santa Cruz County. Oh, that's great. What's the significance in your mind of that? Of being in the hemp world? Yeah, and being first in Santa Cruz County. Well, I think being first will be able to come first to market, but predominantly our business plan in hemp is to only grow enough for end users. And so we've created a partnership with the hemp cigarette venture where we'll provide all the biomass to create the hemp cigarettes mm-hmm. and they'll co-locate at our facility and actually produce them uh, at our, at our processing facility. And so, you know, we think hemp's a great product. It's one of the most versatile plants, you know, on earth. Yeah. And it's allowed us to create other partnerships as well. We're negotiating to sell full spectrum crude oil to people that make cosmetics, you know, to make wellness yeah. products. So hemp, you know, when you talk about hemp, you think in acres rather than square footage. That's good. That's good. Now, I saw, you know, going back to how you look at this cannabis space, I saw a quote. You've been quoted here, Scott. Scott, I don't know if you want to be quoted, but you've been quoted, man. And, and your quote is, the way I look at the cannabis business today as an investment, as if you were going into the wine industry in Napa in the early 70s, before it all happened. Yes. I spent a lot of time up in Napa. Really, I was up there for about three years. We stopped quite a bit of investments. and I got to know a lot of the wine growers and wineries up there. And a number of them that were there in the beginning. And so Napa Valley was a lot of walnuts and almonds and pumpkins. I mean, it wasn't really known for the grapes. And when Mike Gergich went to Paris and won the taste test, you know, the best Mm -hmm. white, and Stag's Leap Cellars won the best red. It put Napa Valley on the map. And so if you own land prior to that, you saw maybe a 10, 15-fold increase once it got that status. So being early on in the cannabis field, cultivation, lifestyle brand in California, California is the largest legal market in the world. So being there in the beginning, be able to establish that kind of horizontal infrastructure, I mean, we think the upside is very similar. I think there's just so many, uh, many areas of the businesses that are so similar. Absolutely. Uh, oh, and so I come out of the wine business some, and and um, I I really see uh, the similarities uh, there, and it's very very apparent. So I, I totally agree. And I've had two wineries visit me out at the farm, and uh, sure, they see the potential and upside as well. And I won't be surprised if we see a lot of investment from that sector into cannabis. Yeah. Is that, well, so beer is doing it now. Beer is, is yeah. really engaging the industry. They have their own reasons. They need to. <laughs> beer is having a tough time. Right. So, yeah. and, and, but I think to your point, I think that that uh, mainstream consumer products is going to engage uh, your business uh, in multiple ways. And, 
And I, I really love the fact that you talk about your brand as a lifestyle business and a lifestyle. And you're integrating it that way. So I, I really um, want to, to dive into that some and, and really talk a little bit about some of the relationships you built that utilizes the hemp and utilizes some of the, the uh, other byproducts of what you're, you're creating there in Santa Cruz. Absolutely, yes. I think uh, really what comes to mind is the lifestyle clothing business. What's well, important to us, uh, when we looked around in the cannabis sector, we wanted to be in an area that, you know, would identify as more upscale. And in cannabis in California, Northern California is viewed as a premium uh, product. So our distribution ultimately started in San Diego, and we've worked our way up now into Santa Cruz and expanding into Northern California. The goal is, from a lifestyle brand, uh, to be national. When this goes national, identifying with the California surf culture, art, uh, music. You know, we have a prominent musician as an investor in, in our company. We think that's very important. You know, the second tier of that is partnering with other people. And we were able to do that recently with Zane Lampley. Uh, he's coming out with the hemp product line. Hemp as a fabric in America, you know, technology is catching up to be able to strip the fiber off the stems of the plant. And so we're going to be collaborating with him in the next several months uh, to try to create the raw material for him to do that. Again, hemp also, we partnered, like I said earlier, with a cigarette manufacturing company. Mm -hmm. And that'll be national and international distribution. Uh, and it's a source for us to sell our hemp. I just recently started negotiations, like I said, with the wellness and cosmetics company mm -hmm. to, sell the, to sell the oil that we can produce from the hemp. So again, very versatile. There's plastics in the future, building materials. And, you know, part of the ability for us to scale is through partnerships. We'll continue our discussion with Scott Goldie with Golden Seed on the other side of this break. Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. I'm Vern Davis and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the plant profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people, leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, a people solutions firm that has been building companies and changing lives since 1995. ProtusGlobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S Global.com. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. 
find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. You got me again. All right. You got me again. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. Ah! <laughs> hey, we did it. We did it. Yeah, Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling. With the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm here with Scott Goldie, the founder and CEO of Golden Seed. And Scott, I'm going to give the folks ways of getting, uh, looking at your business and getting in touch with you guys. You can follow on Twitter and Facebook under Golden Seed CA. Follow on Instagram under Golden Seed or find Scott Goldie. Uh, website is gseed.com. That's the letter gseed.com. So, Scott, before the break, we were talking about how you have created uh, an integrated lifestyle into your business, and which has created tentacles of um, of many different ways in which you could utilize your hemp business. And we were talking about the clothing relationship that you've just created, which is really, really cool. And you're also talking about the wellness part of the business. And um, we want to hear more about that. And really, how do you balance all of that? I mean, there's a lot going on and you're at the same time, you're trying to grow more hemp and create a business. Yeah. So we, we try really hard to be disciplined and focused. And so, there's a lot of shiny objects out there. A lot of people get into dispensaries, a lot of people coming out with, you know, multiple product lines all at once. And we're trying to stay really focused on being a very uh, quality based, sustainable based cultivator, uh, both in hemp and in cannabis. And we're rolling out our product lines a little bit more slowly to maintain uh, the management. Uh, right now, our first product that came to market was a terpene tip pre-roll. Uh, we've won two gold cups with it already. And we believe that kind of success, that kind of focus allows us to expand our product lines, you know, with some really good initial response from the market. But, you know, we're all, you know, our farms are all within, you know, 10 miles of each other. And so it's pretty localized and we're focused on just producing really high quality products. Well, that's great. I, I really, um, how many acres do you have under farm now? Uh, the cultivation on cannabis is 20 acres. Ultimately, we think we'll have approval of 440,000 square feet. 
So basically 10 acres of cultivation of cannabis. I'd control another facility that's approved for about 200,000 square feet. It's already approved. And we haven't expanded cannabis into that facility. We're currently processing hemp there. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, I would say 16 and 20, we've got about 36 acres uh, available for cannabis, cannabis production. How does Santa Cruz uh, connect to all of this? And why, why did you choose Santa Cruz to base your business there? Well, the, the real key in this industry is to combine, the, combine basically business acumen and people that have very strong technical knowledge on the plants. And so our grower and my business partner, J.R. Richardson, he was located here in Santa Cruz and had been kind of an institution down here as a breeder and cultivator and innovator. And so that's why I came down to Santa Cruz. You know, it has the benefit also of being really identified as a surf city. You know, culturally, it's kind of connected to cannabis. And we think it was the right place to be. And, and JR was here. And, you know, it's been a great partnership. No, it's great. JR is known. People yep. know JR. And uh, yes, he, he's uh, he's good for your brand. I tell Absolutely. you. <laughs> and so what I mean, you guys went off and won two cups uh, with your pre-roll. And why do you believe coming right out of the shoot, you were able to do that? Well, this goes back to JR and he's been involved okay. in extractions for a long time. Yeah. And technically that's, it's really technical and he really knows that business. So his idea, which is really revolutionary is let's extract the terpene from that plant and terpene is the aroma and the flavor. And let's reintroduce a drop of that back onto the joint. And so what that does is really enhance the flavor and the aroma and the experience. Uh, you kind of get the entourage effect with that extra terpene. And no one had really done that. And so when they experienced the product, it just, it was something that's brand new. Wow. And you talk about it freely, like nobody's going to steal that from you, Scott. Well, it's out there now. We market it. We never <laughs> it. So there'll be other people, but we have the first mover advantage. Yeah. And, and you got your guy too. Yeah. <laughs> so now you also do something that I just find just very interesting. And that's your waste to gold. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That all ties in. Why don't you tell us about waste to gold and, and what makes this unique? So one of the other people that are part of our company is a guy named Clayton Cicluna. And mm -hmm. he's literally kind of a world renowned expert on soil, regenerative soil. He's done projects for executives of Amazon and Montana, China, sure. Japan. And so he became part of our team last year and his vision was, let's start with worms. So we say <laughs> worms, worms to gold, worms to weed, uh, but we start with worms. So we have a worm farm out on one of our farms, okay. about the size of a football field. We got a, you know tons and tons of red wigglers and we feed them locally sourced uh, organic materials. And what they do is they eat that materials, they're working their way through the windrows and the worm has incredible enzymes that's able to process that organic material, mm -hmm. make a very, very rich, what ultimately becomes a soil amendment. It's called worm castings or, or vermicompost. We take that and mix it with, with our soil and it creates a very, very rich uh, product. 
that could be used as soil itself, or you could take it, uh, the vermicompost, and we make a tea out of it. And that tea mm. is, is fed through our irrigation system directly to the plants. There's literally this big, you know, probably 150 gallon tank that we brew a tea that we feed to our plants. That creates a healthy plant, you know, creates a better tasting plant. And, uh, you know, we think that again, separates us from a lot of cultivators out there. We don't use chemicals on our product. None. No, it's all natural. You know, it would pesticides, right. but we have, we have predatory insects on the plants. Mm -hmm. Bad guys come in, the good guys, you know, take care of the bad, bad bugs. Also, if you have a healthier plant, again, it goes kind of back to the, the wine industry. It's the amount of bricks in your plant. So if there's a lot of sugar in that plant, it attracts uh, the pests. So that integrated pest management done on a natural basis, we think helps create the quality of our plant. Oh, that's great. Uh, Bill, that is very involved. Yeah. You know, especially that little piece where you create the tea. Yeah. And you recirculate that over the, the plants. Absolutely. Now, these guys that, are they're experts. <laughs> oh, they, they are. How did, how did you actually meet that culture? How did you, how did you meet these folks? Cause, cause you're deep in it, Scott. I mean, you're meeting folks that are doing things no one else is doing. Yeah. I mean, it was really kind of fortunate. We got introduced through some other people and uh, I came down to the farm. I met JR. He was initially pretty skeptical of me because I'm straight yeah. out of the business world, but we need each other. So it's become a great partnership and he introduced us to the soil guy and Again, JR has been kind of a kind of an icon in this industry for a long time. So people people like to come work with us. Scott, this is great. Great discussion. Look, we'll continue our discussion with Scott Goldie on the other side of the break. We'll we'll get into some brand and brand strategy with Scott on Golden Seed. Thank you. Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. 
We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. We're here with Scott Goldie, the CEO of Golden Seed. You can uh, find Scott and Golden Seed and read all about them on their website. It's gseed.com. That is the letter G-S-E-E-D.com. And we're having a great conversation. And and we want to dive into the brand, but really talk about the relationship of the product that you make, Scott, and all your, your wonderful uh, partners make, and how that communicates and and really interacts with consumers. So let's talk about the mission, mission of the brand and what you're trying to get done with that as far as I'm as a consumer. Yeah, so we really try to get our ethos out there as part of the brand. And, and our ethos is to create very sustainable uh, agriculture. So like I said, we start with the worms and we're natural all the way through. And uh, one of the, again, virtues of JR is he's a breeder. So he can crossbreed and backbreed genetics to where we get the best aroma, we get the best flavor, we get the best pest-free environment. And that allows us to bring a product to market that's first class. We couple that with the idea that we want to be very identified with the California surf culture. You see a lot of companies, Canada, Canada, you know, we're golden seed. And we create a great environment out of the Santa Cruz area. You know, there's a movement in uh, weed to go to Appalachians. Mm, mm-hmm. And we think, we think our Appalachian will have a very, uh, be identified with premium products. So we want to be premium. We want to be sustainable. We're very strong on education because there's a lot of new people coming into this market. So we've created a series called The More You Grow. And it's really, there'll be 50, 60 videos that will be pushing out through social media. What's a turbine? What's CBD? Mm-hmm. What's THC? Mm-hmm. And we're really trying to identify it for the consumer, known as the thought leader. So we're mm-hmm. pushing education and we're pushing quality and we're pushing really sustainability. And, you know, that's been really well received. No, I think that's great. And that, that, that's a really cool and direct mission. Um, and, and I can see what you're doing there. Um, I... Um, also, you talk about you want to be unique. I think you are unique. You create, create a financial initiative where Absolutely. people can invest. So why don't you talk about that? I think that's real important. Any way we can get money, it's important. So let's talk about that. Yeah, there was a new act under the Securities and Exchange Act of 1934. It came out in 2012 and allows for regulation. It's called Regulation A. It allows for anyone to be able to invest and buy stock in a private company. Regulation D under the Act, you have to sell to accredited investors, and we did that as well. 
the Regulation A, it you know, we believe will be the first cannabis company in the country that does this. And so what you do is individuals for as little as $100 can buy shares. And what that does is really threefold. Number one, of course, it raises capital. But number two, you're creating brand ambassadors all over the country that are buying shares in your company that ultimately when it goes national, they've already had exposure to your brand. And third, they're out there promoting your brand. And if they're in California, they're buying your brand. So it allows us to set a big footprint. Uh, we, we believe we're in the last stages of qualifying uh, for this rig uh, offering. Okay. And we think we'll be out to the market with the offering, hopefully in January. Oh, I think that's awesome. I think that's great. That's very unique. And, and uh, when you get that done, I'm sure other people are going to follow you, Scott. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've kind of followed what people that have done it in the beer industry. And if you have, again, if you have a lifestyle product that addresses kind of the market that's into this type of thing, and cannabis couldn't be a better market because it's still in a very high growth rate, uh, we think we'll be very successful in that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Well, that's awesome. That's great. You are unique for sure. Uh, Golden Seed is unique, and you guys done a great job at at, uh, at driving and creating a pathway. Um, what are some of the? Uh, let's talk about the business a little bit. What are some of the challenges you face now in the uh, business? The biggest challenge we face is really regulatory. Yeah. So every state does their ordinance differently. California set up an ordinance where they let the local jurisdictions really write the ordinance. So every jurisdiction is different. So we're operating in Monterey County and Santa Cruz County, maybe up in San Mateo County, all different rules. And people have had a hard time, different counties implementing the regulations. So the uncertainty about when you're gonna get the entitlement, what you'll be entitled for, you know, that creates a lot of uh, anxiety. Now we've gotten through that, but that creates a lot of issues for people. So in California, it's believed that the black market is twice as big as the legal market. Because yeah. people are having a hard time getting through that. Uh, that's probably the single biggest challenge for us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I ask that question a lot. And money is typically the first answer. Yeah. And so in regards to that, I believe, you know, capital markets have really tightened over the last, I'd say, 60 days. Yes. You know, we've, we've funded a lot of it with our own money. Uh, we have very little debt. We have the benefit of having the other operation at Coastal Nursery. And, uh, you know, we have raised money through Reg D, which is going to accredited investors and institutions. And I think our last capital raise will be uh, this Reg A. We'll have sold less than 12% of our company. So, oh, we may, so we maintain control. A lot of people have lost control, really, for the amount of money they've raised. That's right. So we feel like we've done it in a very, you know, very bootstrapped. But it's very important for us to maintain control. Oh, that's great. Scott, thank you very much for your time today. And I, I really would love to give you an opportunity. We talked about a lot of different things about Golden yeah. Seed and what you're doing with your business. And it's been great. How would you like to leave the audience? There's a redeeming thing that you'd like to leave us with that we can take with us about, about your business and whatever. Well, I really encourage people to visit our website, gc.com, because it talks in more depth about the things we discussed today. And if you're interested in investing, the real the landing page for that is owngoldenseed.com. And it'll give you more information on how you can buy shares, uh, hopefully in January in our company. 
Well, that's great. And I'm sure we will. And uh, I get out to California a lot. I look forward to, to looking you up and, and uh, come and see. I love to come to Santa Cruz and see your facilities. Yeah, come out to the farm. We, we love to host people. I'll make sure that happens. Thank great. you very much. We're uh, wrapping it up with Scott Goldie, founder and CEO of Golden Seed. You can find him, as he said before, at gc.com. Scott, thank you very much. Thank you all for joining us. You can download episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Follow Protus Global, a people solutions business through our social networks, including LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Finally, learn more about how we build companies and change people's lives at protusglobal.com. That's P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Until next time, this is Vern Davis with Plant Profits. Cheers. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.